reports direct from Melbourne courtside and from our offices in New York City. It's the Australian Open edition of the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, everyone. Once again, the Australian Open podcast. This is Ed McGrogan in New York, talking with Steve Tainer down in Melbourne. We're going to go over the, the latest quarterfinal matches that just came in from the Australian Open. Uh, a men's semi was settled today. Roger Federer blitzes by Stan Wawrinka. And then Novak Djokovic gets by um, Thomas Burdich also in straights as they're going to meet in a semifinal. Um, but the most interesting match of the day was uh, without question on the women's side where Cowan Wozniacki, number one seed, um, finally gets a, a runs into a bit of a challenge in uh, Francesca Schiavone. Uh, down a set and a break um, didn't look good for her at all personally from what I saw and then turns it around uh, in pretty pretty short fashion to, to get the match righted and wins it 3-6 6-3-6-3 so let's start with, with Wozniacki on that note um, I just uh, Steve why don't you just talk about that I know you were there for a little bit of the match uh, and on it for the site yeah, um, yeah it seemed like that that was going to be the match, you know. That Wozniacki, this was her first test, and she wasn't gonna she wasn't gonna pass it. Schiavone was just had her moving all over the court. Looked like made Wozniacki look at least for the first set and a half look pretty limited. Schiavone was moving her forward and passing her, hitting high top spin. That Wozniacki was having trouble handling, changing the sp- speed of the ball, changing the angles, doing all the stuff that. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot, you know, the, not a lot of tennis players do anymore that Schiavone can do with her one-handed backhand with her style. And But then uh, I thought Wozniacki was smart, and she didn't just hang around in the back of the court when she got behind. She started to press forward, and it just changed the, dana- the dynamic of, a, of the match enough. She was down 3-1, and she was on the verge of being down 4-1, but she held there, had a little bit of momentum there, and then... Schiavone, for whatever reason, she couldn't really explain it afterwards, um, just totally imploded in the next game. Four terrible errors that weren't even close to the court. And that was a big turning point. Then um, Wozniacki won that set, and she sort of controlled the match from there. But, you know, it was a little bit of good fortune for her that Schiavone kind of like maybe she started to get tired at that point. She said she wasn't tired until the third set. And also, you know, Wozniacki just showing a little bit of Creativity, a little bit of you know resourcefulness in in um, not just sticking with the same losing pattern. Yeah, she ad- she adjusted there for sure. Got um, got the benefit of, of Schiavone kind of bottoming out a little bit. Um, I had a question about uh, the crowd there. Did you have any sort of sense that I, like there? I can from what I can tell, I feel like the Wozniacki thing with her being a number one without. Really, without having won a major, she has a lot of detractors for it. I think, um, fair or unfair. What, what did you sense the crowd pulling for in that match? Did like Schiavone, see- she like they like her. I think that French Open win was a big thing, and then she's match this match against Kuznetsova became you know semi-famous. A lot that was a big, big deal, and she sort of she has this very um, she has a great personality out there. She has a real infectious style, so they were. I think the fans were were um, were pulling for her. Wozniacki doesn't have a lot of charisma. She's still young. They don't have it. I don't think there's a lot of fan 
fanaticism, you know, f- total fan interest in her yet. So, um, but you know, Schiavone's a veteran and has a she has a definite charisma on the court. Yeah, yep. And Schiavone seems like she's gonna. This is the third of her last four majors where she's done the fourth round or better. Um, so this has been a really nice twelve months for her, all all things considered. She's gonna mm-hmm. get. Um, Wozniacki, for that matter, is going to get Lee Na in the first semifinal. Um, just a quick take on that. Is Any quick thoughts on that match now that that one is settled? Well, Lee Na beat her here last year, and I think I think most people, despite Wozniacki's seeding and ranking, are picking Lee Na because she's just been hitting the cover off the ball. Um, after this match, I wouldn't be so sure. I've been saying it all, all along that Lee Na is going to get nervous and that that's going to hurt her. Hasn't, it hasn't hurt her completely yet, but Wozniacki's the type of player who could take advantage of that, and she did that, she did that today. Um, she took advantage of a lapse, and I can see her taking advantage of a lapse against Lee Na. I think it's a, not an easy matchup for, um, for Lee Na, as well as she, even though she's playing well, she's probably playing the best of anybody in the tournament. All right, another um, familiar semifinal match is... Not that these two met last year here, but they've met here at the Australian Open before. Djokovic and Federer in 2008. Uh, Djokovic beats Federer in the semis. And then they've met at a number of majors since then. Most recently, the U.S. Open. Djokovic takes Federer there, saving match points. They get to meet again after um, without after after getting by their quarters without much trouble at all. Federer's was even easier than Djokovic's, but both looked... Um, pretty convincing so um just run down the latest iteration of Federer Djokovic how they got there and what you see out of that one Federer Djokovic well I don't think you can ask for anything more they both won in straight sets today over key people who were who were really playing well Burdich and um Rinko, just last night we were talking about how awesome they were and now they're going both pretty handily at the hands of Djokovic and Federer still will take Federer just because you know he usually beats Djokovic despite a couple of Semifinal losses in slams will still just take Federer on basic percentages, and, and I think they're both playing extremely well. Djokovic fought out of a tough second set. He was down 1 4. He was doing some of his typical physical struggles, this time with his eyes, but he, he got it together and he won the important points in that. Um, so that's, that's going to be a good one. It's going to be. Um, going to be tight. I mean, the way Federer played today, it's hard to imagine him losing, but these, you know, these guys form come and go. Yeah, and, and both these men, both the men's semifinals are uh, are night matches, I believe, with, they're, mm-hmm. I think they're the only match on, one of them comes after the women's semis, and that that would be Federer Djokovic, I believe, and then the next one would be, get, it gets its own day, basically, on um, Friday, Thursday or Friday, so mm-hmm. I think they're both night matches, actually, both of those. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so we'll talk to you next time about uh, the remaining semifinals. Uh, the rest of the quarters get um, you know, get written up today. This is where Nadal is, Murray, and on the women's side, Kleisters and Zvonarev. We'll see if those top four seeds uh, go through, see if chalk holds. Thanks again for listening. Steve Tigner, Edward Grogan, Tennis.com. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.